The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hey, AI Today listeners. Want to dive deeper and get resources to drive your AI efforts further? We've put together a carefully curated collection of resources and tools handcrafted for you, our listeners, to expand your knowledge, dive deeper into the world of AI, and provide you with the essential resources you need. From books and materials ranging from fundamentals of AI to deep dives on implementing AI projects to AI ethics, tools, software, checklists, and more, our resources page will help you on your AI journey whether you're just starting out or you're well on your way. Check it out at aitoday.live slash list. That's aitoday.live slash L-I-S-T. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Mulch. And I'm your host, Ronald Spilzer. And, you know, really thrilled to be continuing on our AI glossary series with you all. So many of you loved it so much. As you know, we have our big AI glossary on our Cognolytica website. So if you go to Cognolytica, C-O-G-N-I-L-Y-T-I-C-A.com, all of the things that we're talking about in our AI glossary series here in the podcast, they're all online. And as a matter of fact, it started with our online uh, glossary. And really, we decided, hey, there's so many concepts here that we felt that people really should know and understand that we decided to make individual podcasts on each of the topics or a small grouping of the topics. And some people have loved it so much. So, you know, they're they're using it in their everyday and their meetings, you know, and that's perfectly fine by us. Um, you know, just, you know, all the reason why we're doing this is because we do want there to be a common language and vocabulary. And, you know, we do use it for our training and education. And we have folks who are CPMAI certified. That's the Cognitive Project Management for AI methodology. But the whole idea here is that you know, you may need to communicate within your team or to other teams or to customers or to partners or to vendors or to suppliers. And understanding the key terminology for artificial intelligence, machine learning, and big data is important. Now, of course, we do more than that in our podcast, as you all know. But again, if you're this is your first time to the AI Today podcast, check out we uh, our AI Today podcast been around for well over five, six years now and hundreds of podcasts. So continue to stay tuned. Yes, exactly. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to AI Today. We have more in the glossary series as well as upcoming interviews that we're excited to share with our listeners and additional topics as well. But continuing along with our glossary series, today we wanted to present the V's of big data and talk about them more at a high level. Maybe you've heard of the V's of big data and you're like, what is this all about? So we wanted to spend some time on today's podcast going over this. So let's start with an overview of the visa big data. In our previous podcast, we talked about what is big data. You know, we mentioned that it's not just about, well, the big part, which is people might think about has to do with size. Certainly that's important. But the, the challenge of big data is that when we have any amount of complexity or variability or quantity or frequency of change, we have increasing levels of challenges in dealing with it. And that formal definition of, you know, any data sets that are too large or complex to be dealt with by, with by traditional data processing application software really comes down to these I, these various different ideas that all relate to the challenge of moving and dealing with 
and analyzing data that is complex in different ways. And for whatever reason, the English words that describe that complexity tend to start with the letter V. And I guess someone noticed that, and then they called it the Vs of big data. So like the Vs of big data are the characteristics of big data that describe the fundamental challenges of dealing with big data. And one of those challenges is described by the letter V volume, which has to do with the quantity of data. But there are other characteristics that start with the letter V as well. And we'll be going over them. Now, the thing is, is that when they started, we're like, oh, there are these four Vs of big data. You know, we'll go over them, volume, velocity, variety, veracity. But since then, you know, people have found even more Vs of big data that all describe different challenges uh, in dealing with quantity and and complexity of data. And so, um, you know, how many of these are there? Well, there's at least four, and we will focus at least on those core four, but know that when you go out there and do research, you'll probably find even more. Exactly. And so we do want to point that out just in case you're like, why'd you only cover these four? Um, you know, like Ron said, they can be up to 10. I mean, a, a variety of different numbers, but again, we're going to focus on just these four for this podcast. So the first one, obviously, when you think about big data, you always think about, okay, lots of data. So that's volume, the, the first V that we'll be going over. And basically, volume refers to the challenge of dealing with very large amounts of data in different locations. So single organizations now have big data systems that must deal with, I mean, we're talking about a lot of data, petabytes, exabytes, zettabytes, and even more when it comes to, you know, that continued growth of exponential, at exponential rates. So we talk about how, you know, we continue to uh, create new data every single day. Now we have organizations that have this large amount, like single organizations, which is really crazy. So the volume really helps us deal with, uh, you know, scale and speed. So we're now in what's called the zettabyte era, if you can imagine that. And one zettabyte is approximately equal equal to 1,000 exabytes, a billion terabytes, or a trillion gigabytes. So if you really, if you think about how large that is, it's just crazy. Um, and a zettabyte, it's just a very large unit of computer storage, approximately equal, you know, to what I said, um, 1,000 exabytes, all of that. Depending on how you want to measure it, uh, there's, you know, a few different dates as to when exactly we got into this so-called zettabyte era, but it really has been since about the 2010s. The world first exceeded a zettabyte of data in 2012, and then global IP traffic first exceeded one zettabyte in 2016. So again, somewhere in the 2010s, we've now entered this zettabyte era, which is just crazy to think about. Bigger than that is a yottabyte, spelled Y-O-T-T-A-B-Y-T-E, yottabyte. And this is a very, very, very large unit of computer storage. It's actually the yotta is the largest unit recognized by the International System of Units, SI. So we're not quite there yet, but who knows how long it'll take to get there. So just know that we're dealing with lots of volume. Uh, lots of volume of data. So if you can successfully handle big data, that means you can successfully handle AI projects of any size and complexity. And that's why it's really important that we, you know, focus and identified and defined at a high level, the V volume, but there's other Vs as well. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to even think about a Yottabyte because 
A yottabyte, as we said, you know, it's a thousand zettabytes, which is even hard to think about, which is a thousand exabytes. That's a million uh, petabytes is one zettabyte is one million petabytes. So a uh, yottabyte's a billion petabytes. It's like even thinking about one petabyte is like crazy. So it's just, anyway, it's just remarkable that we're in this phase where things growing exponentially. So the next issue... I was going to say, and and if people want to Google this just to see, because there were some really good graphics out there about just how physically large it is, you can, and you're just going to be like, this is crazy. So I I recommend that you do that just to kind of visually see. Yeah. So so the second challenge is not just a lot of data, because if all the data kind of looked alike, then we, even if we have all that amount of data, we can kind of chop it up and deal with it, you know, in kind of standardized ways. But of course we have our second V here that we're talking about, which is variety, which is that no, the data does not happen to look alike. So even if we don't have a petabyte, or even if we don't even have like a terabyte of data, we have just gigabytes. If that data all looks different, then we still have major challenges, right? So the variety, the V of big data, refers to the challenge of dealing with large quantities of data in different formats, in different locations, in different levels of structure. So we had a we have a podcast talk about structured versus unstructured versus semi-structured data, but some of it may be in databases. Those are structured or in spreadsheets or in other forms where we have some sort of rational structure. Other ones may be unstructured, images, uh, videos, email files, documents, text, social media messages, whatever. And then there's semi-structured that have like, you know, partial structure like JSON files or invoices or things like that. So you can't have a single system that can deal with all of that. And that's the second complexity. We have to have one system to deal with, you know, the, the unstructured data, another one to deal with the structure, and then another one to do with semi-structured and, you know, dealing with changes and trying to do an analysis of that. Even in small volumes, uh, a high amount of variety poses a lot of problems. Exactly. So another V that we want to go over is velocity. Velocity refers to the challenge of dealing with data that is rapidly changing and or moving from one place to another and the requirement to process large quantities of data at high speed and required levels of accuracy. So if we think about this, you know, data, we can be tracking it and it can be changing very quickly or we have things like streaming data and we need to be, you know, processing that really quickly or moving data really quickly. So if it's, you know, we're moving data from servers in Asia to North America, we don't want very uh, long lag times with that, especially if we need to access that data fairly quickly. So this is what velocity deals with, really that rapidly changing and or moving data from one place to another. Yeah, it's a real issue, especially when we're dealing with, let's say you're trying to do an analysis on stock data or some other information that's literally changing minute to minute, or you're tracking an airplane in flight and you got this engine data from their sensors and it's coming in and it's really important and you have to deal with it. You know, these are actually big data challenges. And so you need to think about the platforms and the tools and the architecture and the approaches. And of course, this is an AI podcast. So you think about having to perform analysis on that or gain some insight, build, provide machine learning. You could see how the machine learning challenges for big data is a, is a significant issue. So the last V that we will focus on for this podcast, and there are probably other podcasts that focus on all sorts of Vs for, for big data, is this idea of veracity. So veracity refers to the challenge of dealing with large quantities of data in different levels of quality accuracy, trustworthiness, and timeliness. And so you might think of it, especially if I'm pulling data from multiple sources, we may have some sources where the data 
may not be complete or may have some errors because of the way it was collected, that sort of stuff. And then it may have other data sources where the data is highly accurate, but maybe it's old. And so, you know, it might change over time. Or we have uh, data that's in different states. You know, part of it's, uh, you know, good, part of it's not. There's some missing information. So it's not a big problem if I have just a handful of this data. But as I start to scale, this issue of veracity becomes a real problem. You know, it makes it hard for me to like, how do I know? I Yes, I got tons of data, but I don't know if I can trust it. You know, that, of course, poses problems for machine learning where garbage in is garbage out. If, you know, even if I've built my model on high quality data that I've, you know, settled down and cleaned up and prepared and all this sort of stuff, if I'm operating in the real world environment, doing some of the streaming stuff that we talked about, real, you know, real time predictions, any of that stuff, hot path, all the, all the things where you like, you know, put that machine learning model into operation right in that critical path. Um, if the data that's coming in is just full of uh, different levels of quality, it's not going to perform very well. So this is just a way of thinking about uh, all these challenges of, of big data. So that way you could focus not just on big as size, but more like big problems. You know, what kind of big problems can you come whenever you start scaling things up in uh, with data? Exactly. So hopefully, at least at a high level, if you have never heard of the term Vs of data or any of the ones that we presented, now you do, at least at a high level. And you can understand some of the, the volume and the size of data that we're dealing with. But of course, understanding these terms at a high level and knowing how to put them into practice are two different things. And we're big advocates of doing AI, right? We really want you to succeed with your AI projects and understand how to manage and run them successfully. So we're advocates in particular of the CPMAI methodology, which is the Cognitive Project Management for AI methodology. For our AI Today listeners, we've put together a free intro to CPMAI course so that you can check it out and learn at a high level what CPMAI is all about and how to apply it for project success. So go to aitoday.live slash CPMAI to sign up. If you're interested in getting your CPMAI certification, so really digging a lot deeper, getting a much more comprehensive and thorough understanding of the methodology, then go to cognolitica.com slash CPMAI, and you can sign up for your CPMAI, and upon completion, get the certification. So I know that many of our listeners are CPMAI certified. We have had previous podcasts where we interview folks who are CPMAI certified, and they talk about how it's helped enhance their career, help them obviously better manage AI projects, putting CPMAI into practice, as well as being able to talk to different teams. So if you're interested, we'll link to both of them in the show notes, or you can type in the URL. Like this episode and want to hear more? With hundreds of episodes and over 3 million downloads, check out more AI Today podcasts at aitoday.live. Make sure to subscribe to AI Today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, or your favorite podcast platform. Want to dive deeper and get resources to drive your AI efforts further? We've put together a carefully curated collection of resources and tools handcrafted for you, our listeners, to expand your knowledge, dive deeper into the world of AI, and provide you with the essential resources you need. Check it out at aitoday.live slash list. This sound recording and its contents are copyright by Cognolytica. All rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast. <laughs>